with the Lego Batman movie fastly approaching, we've decided we're going to go back to its roots, to that home grown by a man. That's right, we're going to tackle the one that started it all, the 1989 classic, Batman. So hunker down, get busy, because it's going to be one hell of a bumpy ride here on a very dark night edition of the review review never touch another man's rhubarb <laughs> welcome to the review review, a show or two, small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Batman. I'm uh, your number one uh, <laughs> guy. Oh my god, this show is amazing already. <laughs> Today we will be going over my favorite movie of all time, the 1989 Tim Burton classic. Batman. Batman. But before we do that little thing up top, we wanted to have Dinosaur Neil here. Couldn't make it. Nope. But that may be a good thing, JT. Yeah. That means we won't double team you. If in so, if so facto, you have a differing opinion. So glad you're not going to double team me. <laughs> it's one thing you hate. I hate getting, getting double teamed. <laughs> I hate it. Good news, though. Podcast Fridge is up and running. Mm, I can hear that hum from here. <laughs> That's right, baby. Our studio space is always advancing. New stands, new fridge, minus a clipboard. Lent that out to Chelsea. Oh, no. Does she, does she have it for pregnant stuff? Yes. <laughs> pregnant stuff? <laughs> yep. So, come nine weeks, and that podcast count. Calendar. 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 Podcast clipboard is back in business, baby. Good. Good. Pop that kid out so we can get that clipboard back. That's it. I'm I'm feeling like the room is naked without it. I know. I know, man. It's hard. It is. It's tough out here for podcasting. (laughs) It's it's hard out here for a podcast. (laughs) Speaking of the kingpin, JT. (laughs) Oh, okay, because we did say that. (laughs) Segway extraordinaire, T-Max. Kingpin will not be appearing, so says D'Onofrio. Yeah. In the Punisher Netflix series. Oh, my God. You would think they'd go hand in hand. The kingpin has got his greasy hands. All over that. In everybody's business. All over that fucking block of city <laughs> but he never not. has a never has a block of city been so protected <laughs> a square a square block of new york city needs to be defended by four super powered people <laughs> against one against- large semi autistic man <laughs> Hey, he scores a pretty hot chick, so... That's very true. Can't put that past him. 
Very true. Uh, so yeah, D'Onofrio says Kingpin won't show up in Punisher. Don't know if that's just a misdirect or not. Or him asking for more money. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that. Yeah, he's not gonna be in. He's not gonna be Punisher. <laughs> hey, uh, Vincent, uh, what's this about him not being in Punisher? Yeah, well, I mean, you could change that <laughs> with a little extra zeros at the end of that check. He's a pretty hard negotiator, that Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> a real life kingpin, some people say. Uh, Just busting open EPs in the freaking parking lot with his car door. <laughs> right? I mean, because in a way, he really is a kingpin. He is. He is. Uh, so, with Have King... you seen him in Criminal Intent? <laughs> <laughs> with him out of the picture, JT, Yeah. what Punisher big bad do you think is going to be in this Netflix oh, I don't know series. a lot of Punisher big bads. The only one that I know of is the one from the Ray Stevenson one. Oh, God, Jigsaw. <laughs> and that's the only one I can think of, too. So, I guess it's Jigsaw. Because <laughs> that's the only one. Unless they have, like, some weird one, like, where they got in Luke Cage and they had whatever his name is, Diamondback. Yeah, whip out a dude with a freaking weird NASA suit again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what a fucking terrible looking suit. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's probably Jigsaw, right? Probably. I don't know. <sighs> Jigsaw. Well, JT, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we talked about Batman. Yep. More in, in into it. Being that Affleck is not directing true. the Batman Very true. anymore. Very true. We also talked about how, uh, what's his name, Terrio, is doing a rewrite of the script. True that. Well, new news. More news, Joel. Whoa. <laughs> Haven't broke that out in a while. Uh, there is a front runner to direct the Batman movie starring... Ben Affleck. Okay. That person is Matt Reeves, is right. the rumored frontrunner to direct. And if you don't know that name, he directed the last two Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. Which have been pretty good. Okay. Different subject matter. All right. Entirely. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't hate them. I think they're actually pretty good. Yeah. I like them, but I mean... You still need a good writer, too. Yes. With also this news, if a director is so picked, Matt Reeves being a rumored one. Yeah. They also said they're going to go back to script and again, maybe change things up again. So, so ninth rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this makes me so fucking nervous. I hope the final script doesn't even have Batman in it. <laughs> He's it's just, just out completely. Affleck is out of everything. Yeah. They just cut Batman out and it's like the next Cloverfield. Oh my god. What a misdirect <laughs> that would be. Uh so yeah, I uh I when I, I was excited to hear that Matt Reeves is a rumored frontrunner, because I was like, okay, seems to be pretty good doing those apes movies. Yeah. But the more I read in that article, and they're like, yeah, we'll probably do another rewrite of the script, probably chain things up a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I was actually really excited to see, like, a detective-driven, like, Batman story that I would think Affleck would take part in, because yeah. he seems to be doing, like, more crime-based stuff. 
And yep. just doing that, like a lower key th- kind of a thing, but I don't know, man. No. Do not know. <laughs> by the end of this, by the end of this, it's going to be like, okay, guys, we're just going to do all improvisation. <laughs> ben Affleck, you're Batman. Okay, everyone else, act around Ben. <laughs> what he does, you do that. React to Ben. <laughs> and it's filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yes. <laughs> Got a laugh track. Yeah. yeah, let's 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 film the next Batman movie like Coach, <laughs> with, with, like an improv show. Yeah. Can we get a location from anybody? <laughs> How about a Gotham co- City? <laughs> How about a career? A career? A good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Nervous about the Batman, JT. <laughs> Nerves are high. Uh, so tense. Uh, Netflix, the movie and TV streaming giant. Juggernaut, some would say. Some would say. Us. <laughs> are bringing back a beloved animated program. Okay. The Magic School Bus. Yeah. And it's going to be entitled The Magic School Bus Rides Again. Okay. And they have cast It's Miss Frizzle. Yes. Have you heard this news, I have JT? heard this. I'm going for it. I am on board for this. Kate McKinnon of SNL fame. Yes. Maybe saw her in Ghostbusters earlier last year. Uh, will be playing the new Miss Frizzle, but not the same Miss Frizzle. God, she get knocked up, have a kid? It's Miss Frizzle's sister from the original series. So, okay. which I did not know she had a sister. Also, so she also has a sister that's also not married. Apparently. <laughs> that mom is super depressed. Well, either Could that not. or Miss Frizzle's just real weird and yeah. can't nail down. <laughs> two Miss Frizzles. Like, <laughs> right. at least when you have two daughters, at least you got one that's good enough to land a dude. Right. Both. Both are Mrs. Way too, yeah, way yeah. too preoccupied with kids to worry about a man. That's true. Maybe she hangs around kids too much. Maybe she's just well, too... Ex- we, well, don't be starting those rumors. <laughs> Maybe she's just too eccentric wearing those Maybe the other Miss odd Fri- dresses. The other Miss Frizzle is in the, is in a penitentiary for statutory rape. <laughs> <laughs> Raped the yeah. uh, planeteers. They, they, shrunk, they shrunk the bus and went into a, a, a 15-year-old's urethra, and that's considered statutory rape. <laughs> Wasn't with his consent. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell you you could fly the bus into my into my penis, Miss Frizzle. You're ten to twelve, ten to twenty, Miss Frizzle. No parole. No parole. But I wanted to teach the children about sexual reproduction. <laughs> tell that to the judge. <laughs> Get this bitch out of here, bailiff. Get this bitch out. <laughs> So, Lily Tomlin played the original Valerie Frizzle, which I did not know she even had a first name whatsoever. And Kate McKinnon will be playing the Fiona Frizzle in the new Magic School Bus. Man. Rides again. Rides again. From Netflix. What, What are the odds? They're both not married and both teachers that both own Magic School Buses. That's true. And they're both last name is Frizzle. (laughs) 
That's usually a given for people related. Well, I was I mean, just trying to line up the coincidences. I know you're here. a little slow, Troy. So I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you have. Uh, I also read things that also um, they're going to be going over like more recent advances in science and stuff like that. So we'll be going getting into like robotics and Ooh. other things that are current and not twenty years old. Yeah, <laughs> not going through like the human body again, like the global warming myth. Right. There's that. <laughs> Creationism. <laughs> Listen, it's not that magic of a school bus. <laughs> okay, kids, we're going to go back 2,000 years and meet Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going to go back 8,000 years ago where the earth was made. <laughs> we're going to meet two very special people called Adam and Eve. This is science. <laughs> Oh, my God. Looking forward to that. I can't wait. Uh. Uh, JT, do the names Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer have any relevant, uh, uh, relevant, relevance? Nailed it. Oh, I pulled this gun out of my mouth. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It does. Good. Now this is my rant section section that I was maybe talking about before we hit record. Fair enough. If people out there do not know who they are, they are the brilliant minds behind the spoof movies, yeah. scary movie, well some of the sequels, epic movie, and vampires suck. Any any of those movies that they that they brag Involve two out of the five writers of Scary Movie. These are the two. Those are the two. <laughs> uh, they are making a Star Wars parody film. Have you heard of the title of this? Did you read the whole thing? Is it called Episode... Ah! <laughs> it's called Star Worlds... Oh, Star fucking Worlds... Episode XXXIVE equals MC squared colon The Force Awakens The Last Jedi Who Went Rogue. That's the working title of this film right now. If that's not enough to blow your goddamn head off. (laughs) And I don't know how they can even legally say that with the word like Jedi in the title. Yeah. Because wouldn't that be enough to just sue? Yeah. Well, even like droid. Because I remember there's like fucking that, uh, the phone company that makes and that makes android phones has to like pay star wars for the rights to use it yeah unless jedi now but jedi is like you can be that as a religion so maybe they got around it i hope they get sued me too because this sounds like total ass (laughs) (laughs) anyway there is a quote from covert media's ceo paul hansen And it reads as follows. Jason and Aaron are a powerhouse duo who have proven time and time again that they are fully tapped in to what audiences love. Their uh, fearless take on pop culture has us beyond thrilled to tackle the world's most popular franchise with the two of them leading us into a galaxy far, far away. Moments later, he hung himself. (laughs) Yeah, after he cashed a billion-dollar paycheck for saying that fucking... That... I can't even believe 
that this... You know what? No, I can believe that this is a real thing. Because I know these movies make money because they're made for practically nothing. Yeah. Because they get actors who haven't worked in 15 years to be in them. Or Tara Reid. Yeah. <laughs> and they just do this, like, the most on-the-nose jokes that you could ever think of. Yeah. Not time them well. It The movie is just filmed like garbage. It is the least common denominator comedy like anything out there it's not even a parody it's just blatant ripoffs it's not even smart enough it's definitely not satire yeah it's the <laughs> it's it, at the least it's the easiest form of parody that there is it's it's the low budget spoof movie version of um diarrhea <laughs> If they just called it Diary of the Movie, at least it's honest. Yeah. At least they are in on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I would go see it then. Yeah. This should be called Star Wars Episode XXIV, We're Good at Sucking People's Dicks. <laughs> My God. My freaking God. Any thoughts on this, JT? Besides <laughs> the expletives that you were saying earlier? No, just more expletives. Ah, That's fine. That's good. They know how much they suck. They, they they just will never accept it. My freaking lord. My lord, JT. I was shocked <laughs> when I read this. I was. Because I'm like, no way. No way should anybody allow them to do this. Because you know what this usually means? Is that something is on its way out. Like, yeah. they're always on the tail end of the trend making these spoof movies. Yeah. Like... When they made the Vampire Suck movie, which I barely remember even being a movie. Yeah. It was, like, on the tail end of all the vampire shit. Yeah. And they made a superhero one, too. The superhero one, it wasn't awful. Because it spoofed the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. The Raimi one. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> but it was nowhere near the shit that, like, Scary Movie 5 or Epic Movie... Or whatever the other one was. They're just all bad. They're they are bad. all bad. They're bad. Uh, nothing good should come of this. No. <laughs> no. This is what I'm this is my this is my solution for it. I'm not gonna watch it. Same. And everybody <laughs> out there should not give it money. For the love of God. The ten of you that listen to this. Do not watch this movie. And I know that some of you out there who do listen to this will watch it. Don't watch this movie. And if if you are going to watch it, go ahead. Like, pay your money for it. Go watch it. And then um, eat a glass of poison. <laughs> eat the glass, too. Yeah. Crunch it up. Don't drink it. <laughs> Crunch it up real coarse Eat the glass of poison. <laughs> The best thing you've ever said, JT. Because you probably voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, well, that's all the news that I have that I thought was fit to spit this fit evening, spit. JT. All right. Well, I, I didn't have a chance to make notes, but I did save stuff. So I'll kind of cycle through here and uh, pick out some good stuff. Good. Uh, 
<clears throat> Netflix brought up Netflix earlier, Troy. I did. I guess they're going... They are in the works for making a Castlevania series. I saw this earlier today when I was going through some I'm not, stuff. I'm not too familiar with Castlevania, but I know it involved... Doesn't it involve, like, Nazis and stuff? No. Oh, that's, that's Castle Wolfenstein, never mind. Yes. Okay, Castlevania's like... I don't know, you know more about Vampire that. Hunters or yeah, um, in the what in the what have gotcha, you. Gotcha. Uh the only one I've actually ever played is the best one out there, uh Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Where you play Dracula's son. Ooh. And you have to find your way through the castle and defeat Dracula after the castle reappears. Ooh, father versus son. Mm-hmm. And his name is Alucard, which is Dracula backwards. Which, in my young mind, when I first played this game, blew it. And by that, I mean my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But that game is actually really good. Um, I can't imagine any... If this is animated, maybe it'd be great. But if it's anything else, I don't know how if they can recapture what makes... This beloved franchise any good, to be honest. I think it's going to suffer the same fate as, like... Mo- like video game movies where it's kind of hard to capture that world when you can actually live it through yeah. another medium. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the only way this can work is it has to be animated. Did you say it was animated? I did not see if it's animated. I can only assume I it would be. Check. But, like, other than, um... The 2D side-scroller ones that came out even when, like, the, I think, like, the Super Nintendo or maybe, like, a Genesis came out or whatever. The, those are, like, the only good ones. Because, from what I can recollect, that any remake of the Castlevania franchise that's been in, like, the newer console area have been just, like, considered dog shit. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, chicken shit. Oh, okay. You're the chicken. You're the chicken. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, I just hope that it's, like, a sweet animated movie. Maybe It will, will in fact, be animated. Yes! Well, that's good. It's on the right track. And hopefully they just do a condensed version of Symphony of the Night. Just to get people, like, (laughs) be like, wow, that was really great. Maybe I should go see where that comes from. And just, like, play the game. The game is amazing. If you have a PlayStation, go on the PlayStation Network. It's, like, $10. And it'll keep you entertained for a long time. Because Secret, if you haven't known already for this 20, 30-year-old game, <laughs> that once you think you've beaten it, you're only halfway through. Ooh. And then the, the castle that you've made yourself all the way up to the keep, it uh, transports you into like a mirror universe. And then you have to go through the castle again, only everything's now upside down. Oh, And so shit. the castle is mirrored and upside down. And so you have to make your way to the now top of that castle which is the bottom basement floor of the original castle oh shit and you're collecting power-ups it's so good joel (laughs) everyone out there just throw your hands up and give me your energy it's so good castlevania symphony of the night good good well that's my little rant about <laughs> go. how good Castlevania Symphony of the Night is. Well, with that, I need, I need a beer here for that one. Oh, oh damn. Beer here. Throw it over. Podcast fridge. In that podcast fridge. Oh, oh yeah. how cold they are. So cold. <laughs> so cold. 
It's like 20 degrees colder than that wine fridge we were using. I know, right? Damn. Well, Troy, barely hold it. It's so cold. Oh, I know. Ha! Ha! <laughs> well, Troy, I'm the, still on the Netflix bandwagon. They got another show. I'm also, I'm pretty much, very much looking forward to. Oh, my. Bill Nye Saves the World. Yes, I am looking forward to this April show April well. 21st. They're actually uh, revealed a little bit about of uh, what it's going to be about. It's actually going to be Bill Nye refuting bogus science claims. Nice. Especially in this time of fake news. <laughs> it's nice to know. Old Bill Nye's looking out for us. Bill Nye's on your side. Bill Nye's on your side. And <laughs> it comes out April 21st. Actually, today I got uh, an alert from YouTube for, well, Netflix's YouTube channel said that there's a live stream going on so i checked it out real quick and it was bill nye sitting down with somebody i was at a traffic light so i didn't watch it very long oh geez but it looked like it was up like hyping the his upcoming show so i'm i'm pretty stoked for it love bill nye the science guy when i was a kid and i can only hope that this is like a cross between like that and like Mythbusters or something oh shit what do you think of that what do you think of that crossover? I'm, I'm, ooh, I'd like to see that. Oh my god. Get, get all the, the good TV science minds, put mm-hmm. them together, make a brain trust. That's right, intelligentsia. <laughs> That's what you want to call it? <laughs> make it sound like some weird, dumb sci-fi show? <laughs> we are. What do you mean, dumb? I think intelli- that was a brilliant name. Intelligentsia. <laughs> it sounds like a cult. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I think I stole it from some Marvel bad guy group anyway that Modoc is in. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Can't count Modoc out though. Well, Troy, <laughs> I'm gonna brighten your spirits right now. Oh, it's already pretty bright, but okay. Troy, have you ever <laughs> wanted to date a Marvel superhero? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Troy, you have that <laughs> to chance. Make go on. I will say yes. You have that chance, Troy, because Chris Evans. Oh my. Called it quits with what? his long girlfriend, Jenny Slate. Get out of here. Yeah. He is a single man. Poor Jenny Slate. I know. Oh, no, I she's, she's a good looking girl, though. She's good. She's good. She's cute patootie. Cute patootie. <laughs> Wait a minute. When do they call it quits? Because there's a movie coming out with both of them in it. It ended not too long ago. It was within the last two or three weeks. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh, my. Jenny Slate's not going to be taken to Pound Town anymore by that Captain America? Man, got all beefed up. (laughs) Maybe Jenny Slate's now getting too big. Too big for Chris Evans? Maybe. Yeah, too big for (laughs) someone who's been in, is in one of the most high grossing franchises. (laughs) Yeah, Jenny Slate's way it's too big to for her. Got to her head. All those, all those cute independent movies she's doing really got to her head. <laughs> that son of a bitch, Chris Evans, living off her Parks and Rec money. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Well, that's too bad. But good news for all them single ladies out there and them handsome fellas that swing that direction. Maybe Chris Evans would not, though. Yeah. <laughs> don't pimp out Chris Evans to, to like the Listen, gay community. Don't tell me what I can't do. 
about Chris Evans? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't tell me what I can't do with Chris Evans' body. <laughs> He's up for grabs, ladies and gents. <laughs> Highest bidder. Jesus. You're <laughs> auctioning off Chris Evans? <laughs> so It's not a cow. For $10. $10? Take that money up front, please. Jesus. You didn't even try to get more money out of them. Well, there's not a lot of people in this room. <laughs> I did raise my hand at $10. <laughs> <laughs> figured, well, I figured it was a steal. <laughs> Troy, all those Disney remakes, those live-action remakes... Can't stop them from coming out. They're coming out left and right. That's right. Sometimes up and down, too. Oh, my. But anyways... <laughs> it's like you're crazy. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah. Right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people holding their breath being like, all right, Aladdin, that's kind of set in more of a... In, in more of a, of a background where people are not considered, like, Caucasian... <laughs> sure and and there's Ethnic that backgrounds yeah, yes, yes yes and there's definitely that controversy about people hollywood especially whitewashing oh yeah like you got prince of persia yep that's you got my gods mind. of you got gods of egypt that's right you got i don't know countless so many others countless <laughs> others well disney promise hand in their heart cross heart hope to die aladdin will not be whitewashed that's good yes props to you disney there you go Jump into a more ethnic. That's right. Yeah. Get a get more actors oh. of darker skin. Get them some more work. God get damn it! A big melting pot of actors going on in yeah. here. Yeah. I'm into it, JT. Let's cast Aziz and Sorry as Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the goofiest Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even though he's Indian, so that kind of makes it really racist. <laughs> But, um, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think of who would be good in, uh, oh, get, uh, Naveen Andrews? Get him to play Jafar. Who's Naveen Andrews? Uh, the guy that played Saeed in, uh, Lost. Oh, my right? God. Oh, my God. Saeed is Jafar? That's a good pick. I'm trying to think who else would be, um. You know who <sighs> I think would be a good Aladdin? Who? Um. Maybe the guy who played uh, Mohinder on, like, Heroes. Remember who that yeah, guy was? Yeah, he's pretty good. But I think he's a little old. Yeah, he's a tad bit old. Um... I also think he's Indian <clears throat> as well. Yeah. I don't know. I want to stick with Naveen Andrews. That's a good Jafar. Naveen Andrews for Jafar would be good. That's a good... That's right on, man. Yeah. I'm digging it. All right. Any other ideas you guys have for Aladdin casting, send it send it my way. I'll, I'll make sure Big Disney knows. <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty goddamn tight. That's right. Get Pearl Mutter on the horn. Get old Pearl Mutter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Troy. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, bringing him, bring him up quite a bit every once in a while. That's right. Uh, he's in my favorite movie of last year. That's right. So, so, sorry, so, man. so sorry, man. I love it. The movie that T Max forgot. Yeah, yeah. I won't hold you against it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyways, 
thing that got him started? That Harry Potter. That's He's right. Been doing everything in his power to get away from it. And a good job, I would say. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying his work. That's right. But he came out and said that if he was asked, he would think about it if it ever came to him reprising his role in a possible making of the Cursed Child film. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't know how how prevalent Harry Potter is in the in that ver in that uh, book or whatever, but uh, hey, go, go back to your roots, bro. That's right, and maybe it'd be even better if he wasn't a huge part in it. Yeah, I, would. I don't know much about that book at all, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, yeah, why wouldn't you want to get the original cast back if they're all in it? <laughs> True. Make- Continue it on. Keep it rolling, Keep bro. Keep it going. Keep it going. Get that money. Get that money, bro. No one really fucking cares about this old ass <laughs> Fantastic Beast universe. No. Nobody does. Get the continuation going. That's right. Get some other kids. That's right. Maybe get little Daniel Radcliffe in there and be like, go get him, son. And just like gives yeah. him a pat on the ass and puts That's him right. in the school. Yeah. Tussles his hair a bit. Tussles like, hey, there you go, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Made me proud, boy. Come on, kid. <laughs> I beat an evil sorcerer once. Get on there. They didn't even say his name, and I beat the shit out of him. That's right. No pressure. No pressure. (laughs) You won't be as good as your dad, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right on. I'm into that, JT. Troy, you digging the the, uh, current weekend update on SNL? Uh, Yeah, I am. I'm actually really enjoying it. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it Michael... Michael uh, Che. Michael Che and Colin Jost. Yes. Actually, they're really good. I think they really work well together, even, too. Yeah. Like, they kind of, like, even they'll focus on the same story and just kind of throw it back and forth to each other and get these nice, these cool one-liners here and there. Yeah. Really dig it. I was, um, actually, I was kind of upset when they first changed from Jost and Cecily Strong to Michael Che. But I actually grew to like it quite a bit because they do riff off each other and they yeah. try to break each other too. Yeah, they try to really crack each other mm-hmm. up, which is good. I even in, um I caught the last week's episode with uh, Kristen Stewart in there. Yeah, and the show was good overall. But there, there's one part you could tell that like Michael Che just totally botched a joke, and on the replay they cut it out. But luckily I caught it at my parents' house when it was on live. Yeah. And Jost is kind of jabbing at Che for, like, screwing the joke up. And they're just, like, and it pans back over to Jost to have him going on. And Che's just freaking just making shit out of him from the off camera or whatever. It's pretty great. Right on. And what I didn't know either, because Che is not in, and well, both Jost and Che aren't in any of the other sketches. Yeah. Because I think Jost might be head writer at this point, because usually the head writer is... Yeah, because Tina Fey was doing it for a long time, and she was like the head writer for yeah for them. And then, but I think Che, I don't know if he's head like uh, helps write or not, but I know he does warm ups for the show. Okay, like he'll yeah. do stand up and before every week before the show yeah. starts. Yeah, which I didn't know they actually did. But hey, you gotta get 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 people laughing. That's right. If get them warmed be, up. If you're gonna be a comedy show. You don't want people just being like, oh, I'm not really into it yet. You gotta get them warmed up. That's right. Plus, I also saw, like, Michael Che has, like, a uh, stand-up special on Netflix I wanted to watch, too. I never got around to. Yeah, I haven't got around to watching it either, but I want to check that out as well. Well, anyways, Troy, we're off a tangent. (laughs) SNL Weekend Update might be getting a primetime episode of its own next season. 
Really? With Michael Che and Colin Jost. I'm into that. Yeah, so I'd be for that. In every like weekly or weekly or daily? Uh, I think weekly. Okay. So, so like a 30 minute like re- recap of the news. Right on. All right. Would they also do that in conjunction with Saturday Night Live? I I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't want them to leave Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Because that's one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I like the idea. I have like a whole 30-minute show. Yeah. But I don't want to see them leave Saturday Night Live, JT. Yeah. If that is so a thing. Yeah. If they would so leave. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. Speaking of like a weekend update thing, last week tonight, I think, comes back this weekend. Oh my god, I've been counting down the days. (laughs) There's so much shit coming out this week. There's that, and then uh, Walking Dead comes back. Oh boy. And then uh, Legion starts tonight, which I'm definitely going to check out probably tomorrow sometime. Yeah. I'm curious about it. Yep. May do a sh- we're not show yet. May may or may not do a show on it. We're not gonna get your hopes up just yet. That's right. <laughs> Depends if I can see it or not. Because I don't know if it's gonna show on a streaming platform other than no, FX. No, I don't. I don't think it will either. But uh... does okay? Tell me this. Yeah. Does F- FX has their own streaming platform? Is it free? I don't. Because know. I went to go look that up just in just to see. Yeah. And it said I could download for free, which is fine. And it also said it has ads in it. And I would assume if you paid a subscription to see it, it would have less ads. But all the comments in the well, <clears throat> the app said it played a lot of ads. Well, I know uh, the I think how I got it was I used my uh, parents' DirecTV account. Right. So I don't know if it's just because like the ads from that carry over or I don't know. Mm. I mean, give it a try. I don't know. Maybe I'll play with it on my Roku tonight. Give it a tickle. And see, because they usually will say, like, free for the app. And then once you get it in, it says, like, with subscription to whatever. Yeah, like, it'll ask you for, like, a sign-in or whatever. But whatever. (laughs) Because then I could catch all these shows, like, Basket Season 2. Yeah. Legion, if it's good. I gotta catch back up on Baskets. I went, oh, my goodness. But yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm probably gonna buy Legion because it's got me it's got me interested enough that I'll I'll in, at least invest in the first season. You're already taking that leap. I've taken that leap on lesser things. That's true. So, because <laughs> Awesome Strack asked this last weekend if I was gonna see it, and I'm and I honestly just said I could give a shit about this show right now, <laughs> but I'm curious. I'll check out the first episode. Maybe it's probably gonna be like two. fifteen or twenty bucks tops. I mean, I'll I've I've invested more money and less, so I'll yeah. I'll definitely get into it. All right, I'll let you know. Well, I want to catch it. All right. Well, chances hey, are we're hanging out this weekend. We got the, yeah. All right. We got the set. Yeah. We'll do it in between our our ambushes on Rita Repulsa. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Troy, have you heard of this documentary called Tickled? No. Oh, my God. I need to tell you about this. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm pumped because it's going to finally be airing on HBO. Okay. I'll give you the story behind it. Okay. So, this guy, there's like this filmmaker who does like mainly documentaries. He got wind of this group of dudes that have these uh, tickle endurance challenge, <laughs> like 
tournaments <laughs> where they strap each other shirtless to these chairs uh-huh. and they just tickle each other until they say until they give up and then the person that endures it the longest like wins okay and so like the this director was like this is like i mean it's kind of weird but it's like fascinating like i want to get to know these people more uh-huh. so like he sent them an email like being like hey like i'm kind of interested like you don't have to say yes or anything i just want to know like maybe i can interview like a few people just kind of like See, like, why you're interested in this stuff. And then he got uh, a scathing email back <laughs> where I guess they looked into his into his, uh, into his his history and they were like, we don't deal with homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because, yeah, well, because he's, like, he's gay, but, like, they're just like, yeah, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't deal with homosexuality of any kind. And then he was like, well, I was just going to do an expose. So now I'm just going to fucking bury you motherfuckers. <laughs> So like this I'm from, way interested in this right now. So he went this went from being like a like what was going to be like a fun exposé into just like this digging up all the dirt on these fucking weird dudes that get together and tickle each other. Nice. And from what I've heard about people that have seen it, they say it gets real weird real fast. <laughs> oh my god. And they and I guess like for the longest cuz this is only shown at like a certain like a few festivals here and there uh-huh. because the people that this is about have been like suing the shit out of the people that have made this because they don't want this to get out at all because it shows a lot of weird shit they're into. So like HBO, I guess, got the rights to this and they're going to show it and also do a follow-up on like all the shit they tried to do to keep it out of out of the view of people. My mouth is a date. I am way into seeing this right now. I don't know how this has gone without me even knowing about it. Oh, I've... Like I've, I, there's like a few different podcasts I listen to that are about movies and stuff, and like anyone where they've like seen it, they're like, "Oh, why isn't tickled out yet? I want more people to see this because it's <laughs> oh fucked up." God, holy <laughs> shit! Oh yeah, babe, I'm into this. I'm into this. So yeah, so HBO got it, and they're also doing a follow-up special based on this about like all this crazy shit they try to do to keep it out of the view of people. So I am fucking pumped. I've been waiting forever. This has like been Baby. done for like a year or so. And I keep hearing people talk about it, but it's like, it's never been out. But it's because they've been like trying to like sue them to like make sure it doesn't get out. Oh my. Oh my. Oh, it's so good. I am. I want to see it so bad. This. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Troy. Paramount. Pulling two... Big franchise movies. What? Pulling them from their slate? Yep, pulling from the schedule altogether. Get out. So, if you're, are you a fan of World War Z, Troy? No. Okay, well, the second one is got pulled from the docket. Boo hoo. <laughs> and uh, you fan of Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, some of them. Well, their remake of that got pulled too. Oh, boo hoo. So I don't care about a remake. <laughs> Just keep going on with the current continuity. So there you go. So yeah. So that's that's it. They're 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 done. Or maybe they're just, they just delayed them. Maybe for oh, all I know. Well, whatever. Wasn't like World War Z like plagued with terrible like reshoots and like t- had a p- horrible production. <laughs> Probably didn't they like refilm like half the fucking movie at one point? Uh, I yeah. I don't know. I I remember seeing it and it just. The first one I remember seeing, and it just seemed like, it felt like 
the whole movie was just like the same scene, but in a different location every fucking time. It was yeah. Brad Pitt lands, Brad Pitt's given information, <laughs> zombies break in, Brad Pitt gets away. <laughs> Brad Pitt lands in another location. <laughs> Brad Pitt gets more information. Yeah. Zombies break in. Brad Pitt leaves. Brad Pitt goes to another location. It th- that was like it. Like maybe four or five times they do that. Brad Pitt finds fancy scarf. Brad Pitt escapes location. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly it. The one thing I, re- I the only thing I really liked about it was like they made the zombies into like a horde. Yeah. Of like, it's almost like a horde of insects. Yeah, like, they're like building blocks almost with each other as yeah. well. I like that. Um, but other than that, like, I didn't like almost anything about the movie. And, like, the book that it's even based on, it is so, like... It's not even close to what the movie close. is. Yeah, it's, it's all a bunch of, like, random stories of people that are experiencing this this zombie outbreak. Yeah. And not, and not that I'm saying it's, like, the only movie that's ever just taken the name of another property oh, yeah. and just slapped it on something else, but... but know, it doesn't I, make it any less shitty. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, people were looking forward to, like, this, because it's, like, a it was a, a highly regarded book at the time. Yeah. And the zombie craze was, like, at its peak, but who knows, man. I'm Anyway, yeah, I'm not looking forward to seeing a second one, so I don't care. It's off the slate at all. And for fucking Friday the 13th, just... Don't need to. Did you see the other like remake? I heard that it they was did? bad. I didn't see it. It was so shitty. Ugh. It was so shitty. Like they tried to explain how Jason can just like appear in front of people by like having a network of underground tunnels. Uh. And like seeing him kill somebody with like a bow and arrow was really weird. <laughs> like just hack him away with or uh. like I don't know. Like for to watch him. Just poke out of a tree and shoot somebody in a canoe with, like, a compound bow and arrow, like, was way out of character. He's not fucking Rambo. (laughs) He should have just hooked an axe at him and just nailed him or something. But imagine if he took off the hockey mask and it was Rambo. That would be pretty tits. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty tits. I I would enjoy that. Troy Split, actually a uh, underground, well, not even underground, it's it's pretty much a success yeah. in the box office. Right. It, in fact, this week, it just became the highest grossing horror movie since 2013. Oh, shit. So, pretty impressive. lots of success to it. Uh, yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed Split. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yeah. before we closed out our went, last yeah, show. We only kind of went to the ending of it, but... I kind of enjoyed it all the way through. I can, I've heard a lot of people's criticisms of it, and I can see where they're coming from, but I don't know. I was kind of involved with it. I kind of enjoyed it. The only criticisms I ever uh, heard for the movie was, other than like the two leads, all the other actors in there are kind of weak. Yeah. But that's the only other thing I heard that was kind of negative about it. Otherwise, I've heard yeah. only positive, positive things. Yeah. Until you get to the ending, and then it's, well... <laughs> It's kind of ironic to say that the decision was split between people who liked oh, it yeah. and who people didn't. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I've I've only heard good things about it, so that's uh, that's good. Yeah, I, I I highly suggest check it out when it comes out. Maybe I will. It's good. It comes out it. on Vidya. When it comes on Vidya, I will check it out. Do it. What do you know? The movie that it. Uh, 
Or what was the highest grossing horror movie of 2013? I, I didn't get to that. I don't, uh... I didn't, uh... What would it come out in 20... Like, Paranormal Activity or something? Or Sinister, maybe? I don't know. Alright, <laughs> All right. I'm just spitballing here, JT. Hey, I... I didn't, I didn't I didn't get a chance to look it up so I wasn't completely sure exactly what what it was but split <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you check it out check it out sometime yep. but anyways Troy yeah Lego Batman right around the corner that's right kind of inspired our show for tonight that's right Batman 89 mm-hmm top of the hour top of that hour anyways lots of Villains going to show up in Lego Batman, uh-huh. including some from what? possible other franchises. Huh? Some other weird franchises, like ones that aren't even involved with Batman at all. Lay it on me. In fact, there is a report that Daleks will show up. <laughs> Sweet. In Lego I'm Batman. Into I'm into it. What you know? What's cool though with Lego, they can any property that they have, they can just exactly. throw shit. And in Lego there. owns like every fucking property, <laughs> every property, everything as long as it's in Lego form. So it's pretty amazing. So yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good reviews for Lego Batman so far too. So I'm so fucking pumped for it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find time to see it this weekend. So fucking pumped this weekend. Weekend. <laughs> Uh, mm. Let me check this out. Troy, I guess, according to the title of this article that I haven't read yet. uh, (laughs) Ah, never mind. It's not worth it. God damn it. Great. So this is why I do notes, so I know they're worth talking about, but it's not. Your life is too busy. I got it too busy of a goddamn life. (laughs) Well... If you want to just go into one of our segments of the show, we could do that because quite a hefty amount of... Them. Oh, yeah. I'm I, I'm for it. There's nothing else. No other news happened last no week. No other news. Except no. for you... No, it's done. It's done. <laughs> this is the stinger you hear week after week. <laughs> you, you shook your head very violently. Uh, this last week, the big game happened, and with it, trailers dropped like they didn't even care. Like the Superb Bowl. That's right. The Superb Owl. <laughs> the Superb Owl. <laughs> I'm calling it that from now on. I can't wait for the superb owl. Uh, The first one on my list, Ghost in the Shell, had a new trailer. Yeah. uh, Showing a little bit more. Yeah. Of uh, the movie. Not too much more, but definitely looking pretty weird. Yeah. I'm not as excited for it as I am other things. Like, it seems like too much stuff for me right now. Like, I'm sure for people that... are familiar with the anime. I'm sure they're, there's a lot of stuff on there where they're like making them jizz their pants over it. Right. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing for me to really cling on to just yet. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. 
Um, I, apparently the original anime is really great, but another podcast I listened to, uh, called Paper Keg, they did a review on the original manga that inspired the anime. Yeah. And they didn't like it. <laughs> like it was, it was made years ago. And like, while it was inventive for the time it was made. Yeah. Like it just doesn't translate well, especially when it was translated from Japanese to English. And then also in that time period, some things are lost in the translation that doesn't really make it all that good. Yeah. And it's just like, I guess it just isn't as coherent as people thought it is Mm -hmm. compared to the anime. So that has nothing to do with this movie, (laughs) obviously. But um, yeah, I'm, the more I see of it, the more interested I am, but I'm still, I don't think I'm going to go check this out in the theater. I'm just not. Yeah, I don't know. If it gets really good reviews, maybe, but uh, yeah, I could probably wait on it. Yeah. Same here. Right on. Scar Joe's looking good, though. He's pretty much naked. Yeah, I thought she was at first, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. It's like, you just, like, draw nipples on her. <laughs> um... The next trailer I have that dropped during the Superb Owl is Life. The all-star-studded cast for a new space thriller, Yeah, it looks like. Uh, This new trailer came out uh, similar to a previous one, but it showed a little bit more. Looks a lot like Alien. Yeah, it looks like if someone someone was running down the street holding the movie Alien, and then another person running down the street was holding the movie Gravity, <laughs> yeah. and they ran into each other, and they were like, hey, you got my gravity into your alien. <laughs> you got my alien into my gravity. Wait a minute. This looks like a movie called Life. Yeah. The only thing that is saving it for me is the like all-star cast, because some of them, like Jake... Well, I was going to say, like, Jake Gyllenhaal hasn't done a lot of, like, stuff that's just, like, a cash grab, but he did do Prince of Persia. That was a long time ago, though. Right. He's been doing a lot of, like, very smaller, like, smaller indie stuff. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds doesn't do a whole lot um, recently. He's been doing, I mean, obviously Deadpool. Yeah. But other than that, he hasn't been in, like, a whole lot in the last few years Mm -hmm. after he got out of his rom-com days. Um. So I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm curious for it. But then again, like Passengers had like two huge, <laughs> like two huge stars in it. Yeah. And well, you heard how that turned yeah. out. And it seems like a it, like a very overused premise too, where it's like, oh, there's this life form that's trying to get to Earth that's intelligent. We have to stop it. Is that the premise? Is it pretty or did much they just find it? They, yeah, well, they find it, and then they find that it's, like... And they do, like, something where it's, like, oh, my God, every... <laughs> like, like, this dumb... Like, it sounded dumber. It's, like, oh, my God, every cell is, like, a brain cell and a muscle cell. And <laughs> I was, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it looks a lot like Alien. Yeah. That's all I'm saying right at this point, because that's all I can tell from yeah. whatever I saw. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm calling me a bit intrigued. I want to see a little bit more of it. Yeah. Time it's, got me, it's got me curious. Are you a cat-like curiosity? I, I'm, I'm borderline whiskers right now. <sighs> Shit. Look out, y'all. Shit. Um, 
another trailer, actually two trailers, came out for this movie. A Cure for Wellness. Yeah. One, um, more of a straightforward one. Like, it makes it look like a psychological thriller. Yeah. The other trailer they put out was like a commercial for medication. Yeah. Where it said, like, this movie will give you all these side effects, da 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 yeah. and, like, yeah. everything that they say gets worse and worse and worse, and you get to see, like, the action ramp up. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really clever oh, yeah. trailer. I liked yeah. the way they put it together. Um, but... I, before this trailers even came out, I guess I had no idea this movie was even a thing. Um, Molly's been, like, super excited about it. We've seen, like, a trailer for it a couple times, like, at movies we've gone to. And, yeah, she's, like, super pumped for it. Uh, I think it looks a little too much like Shutter Island. I'm gonna, I'm going in kind of weary about it, but I know I'm gonna see it, because she's super pumped for it, so. Hmm. I never ended up seeing Shutter Island. Really? Yeah, I just... Hmm. It just never interested me. <laughs> and I, I want to say somebody just told me what the end was. Yeah. This seems like a more intense, more artsy version of Shutter Island. It looks like to me. Mm, okay. Well, I have no reference well, <laughs> to right. Shutter Island. Fair enough. But I, I'm i into it. Dale Tahan. Yeah. Starring the lead role in this. Uh, so yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm at cat-like curiosity for that. Cure for wellness. Uh, Next one on the list, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. Had a new trailer out showing the whole Guardians team. There's your Marvel Troy. I know. Uh, uh, Featuring Fleetwood Mac, The Chain. Yeah. Another stunning music choice. Uh, I almost said Tim Gunn. James Gunn. Yes. <laughs> I want to use Fleetwood Mac. They so, look fabulous. <laughs> fabulous choice of music. <laughs> I'm Tim Gunn. <laughs> this is Tim Gunn. I love Fleetwood Mac. It's fabulous. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, they make a reference to maybe Baby Groot not being so wholesome, throwing out that F word. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> but it shows a little bit more of Mantis. Shows Drax yep. being a little stinker. Yeah. <laughs> and Yondu also joining the team as yeah. well. And it looks like, uh, what's her name? Also joining, uh, fuck, what's her name? The uh, Karen Gillan's character. Nebula. Yeah, it looks like she's going to be joining the team as, all, as I well. I know. I'm stoked for it. More JT. Pretty Still haven't seen any of Ego the Living Planet. Yeah, it's true. Keeping them under wraps. Well, I heard that uh, while filming that uh, Ego the Living Planet was kept quite a secret from even the cast. They didn't want to escape to the masses. All right. Well, fair enough. That's all I got on that, though. I only have one. I have one small criticism for Guardians, and I feel like they're making Drax too goofy. Mm hmm. I think we talked about that on an earlier show. That's my only... Like, anytime they show Drax, I just, like, show him doing more and more goofy stuff. And I'm like, he's not goofy. He's just serious. That's the whole... That's the whole point of him. He's serious and literal. Yeah. Everything he does is literal. So that's the comedy. But you're just... You're trying to go into another direction and be like, oh, no, he's funny, too. Like, no, he's not. Yeah, because every trailer, he's been the punchline. Yeah. Almost every trailer, I think. Yeah. He's been the last, like... Little snappy one-liner. I know. 
And, like, there's, like, oh, there's so much stuff from the original Guardians, especially since I just saw it, like, less than a month ago, where I'm like, God damn it, I want that Drax. Mm-hmm. Like, just the... I like this knife. I'm keeping it. It's <laughs> like, like my favorite line from the whole thing. Uh, does that make you worried about Guardians 2, JT? I mean, I think it's going to be good. I, I just don't want them. Like, I feel like especially studios, they get this thought in their head where it's like, they like the comedy. Let's let's bump up the comedy. Yeah. And it's like, but they the, comedy the comedy was good. Of those people. Yeah, they like that comedy. They don't want more comedy. They want that comedy again. Again, but different. But, but di- the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I hope I'm. It, it's making me a little more hesitant, but I'm gonna go in still mildly optimistic. Same here. I am at the point though. I'm like, I don't know if we can live up to the hype. Because yeah. everyone wants it to be better than the first Guardians. It's not going to be, I don't think. Oh, boy. Like, it's going to be... I feel like it's going to get bigger, and I feel like the Baby Groot stuff's going to probably make them a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. Like, anyone that... like, Especially of the female persuasion, there's like, Baby Groot! Yeah. Oh, and the kids will fucking yeah. eat that shit up. It's like, oh, well, it's official. Groot's never going to get... Never going to go back to <laughs> regular nope. size ever again. No. Nope. He's going to stay a baby forever. Because it makes money. Yeah. So we'll see. Unless he has a kid. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm hesitant about GOTG2 now, JT. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Uh, moving on. Pirates 5. Yeah. Dead man tell no dead tales. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um... I looked into it, JT, because I played a Johnny Cash song over yeah, it. Yep. And I thought it was the same one they played for the Logan trailer. It was yeah. not. Okay. But a very similar Johnny Cash song yeah. played on both trailers. Um, other than me just not wanting to see this movie whatsoever, yeah. a plus is coming to mind. The movie looks really good. I, You know what? It got me a little more on board to possibly see it yeah when i say it looks good i mean it like visually looks yeah really good like yeah. they threw a lot of money into this yeah to make it look pretty stunning and it looks like they brought back kira knightley and it looks like orlando bloom's back and he's like has like some like barnacles stuck to him and stuff because he yeah. was the one that like he's like the new captain of the Dave of uh of uh the uh what the fuck is what it the flying dutchman yeah or the something? flying dutchman so like now he's actually kind of like decomposing like the, like everyone else of the, of the crew is. So like I'm I'm liking that continuity. I don't know. I I'm a little more on board for. It. And it looks a little I more know. dark. It looks like a little darker and creepier than the other ones too. Yeah, I well I haven't seen the last few of them. The last one wasn't good. I didn't like it too much. I didn't see it, so shame on you. But yeah. uh <laughs> I I don't want to say I'm on board for it, but it looks yeah. impressive. And I like that underwater effect that they have for, like, uh, Javier Bardem's yeah. pirate. Like, he looks like he's always underwater yeah. and shit. Oh, that thing that looks so good. Yeah, And I think just Javier Bardem is just creepy in general doing that role. Like, I'm, I'm just curious to learn more about him and, like, what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And the fucking ship that, like, 
coils back and just like crushes ships and like, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Quit trying to trick me, Bruckheimer. Yeah. Stop <laughs> making me want to see what will possibly be a piece of shit. <laughs> you stupid asshole. <laughs> Uh, well, that's all I got to say about uh, Pirates 5. My yeah. note was, not the same Johnny Cash song. <laughs> <laughs> Such thought-provoking. Speaking of Johnny Cash song, Logan also showed a new trailer yeah. as well. Um, this time, a child singing Amazing Grace very somberly and slowly. Seemed like the theme for a lot of the Super Bowl commercials yes. this year. And you like... As soon as the Super... Even before the Super Bowl started, you made that comment of, like, anytime, like, you hear a little girl singing <laughs> some anthem, it's always sad or a scary movie. <laughs> it's, like, pretty much. And this was a sad-looking Logan trailer because it was it was shorter than the some other ones. But um, yeah. it showed some more agonizing parts of Logan, not so yeah. much of the action bits. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of stopped with uh, X-23 holding Logan's hand. Yeah. Cutting out. It was a good trailer, though. Yeah. I would have to admit I love that. how they're trying to make these PG trailers for Logan where it's like, how are we going to show this without, like, showing him completely covered in blood? Because it seems like a lot of the scenes, yeah. they're, like, skirting around or, like, just him just drenched in blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... No, and you know what's <laughs> weird, too? Because Logan's... Oh, my God, JT, are you okay? Yeah. All right. I was, I was coughing. Like, because Logan is obviously rated R. We've known that forever. Yeah. So they're they're trying to attract as many people as possible, which I get. But a large chunk of their audience isn't going to be able to get into this movie legally. Yeah. That's a conundrum. <laughs> well, it didn't stop them from going to Deadpool. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of cool parents out there. Yeah. That'll just oh, I saw plenty of kids with their cell phones in hand being like, here's my mom. She says I can <clears throat> go. Yeah. I wonder how many theaters that would actually fly in besides like our <laughs> smaller town one. It's I like, don't know. Oh, man. But anyway, Logan coming out. Looks pretty great. I'm on board. I probably right there at the top of my list of probably the ones I'm looking forward to the most this year. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> <laughs> gonna auction off Chris Evans. <laughs> yep, hip, hip, yep. Fifteen dollar. Like Damn, why did I spend more money? <laughs> uh, next trailer on my list. Uh, second to last one, I got Stranger Things season two. Yes, put out a little teaser for season two on the Superb Owl. Yes, day. Yep. You may have heard me slightly orgasm when it came on. When we were, <laughs> oh, yeah. When we were at uh, old Blakeface. Yeah. And Awesome Strax abode. Uh-huh. As soon as the trailer was like... Oh, It God. played like the, the Stranger Things theme. You are just like... Oh! oh. <laughs> it was a sweet fucking trailer. Yeah. And it totally, it looks like it's totally ramping up yep. of what they set. Yeah, this, like, like, that, like the first season was planting the seed and now they're like, now we're, we're sprouting a fucking plant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's grown to a mighty redwood. It's going to be <laughs> like 
once you saw that brief flash of that gi- what looked like a giant monster or oh, whatever, shit. I don't even know what it was, but yeah. I was just like, what was that? <laughs> what did I want to see? It. Oh. Oh, oh my man. god, Stranger Things season two looks so good. I'm I'm on board. I am way on board this. And from what I heard, that uh oh shit, why did her name just to leave my head? Barb! Barb has a pretty like big deal going on in season two, even though spoilers, she may be deceased. Yeah. What you gonna be doing in season two? My guess is she's probably going to be, like, some kind of, like... Demi-Gorgon? Yeah. Like, she's going to oh be, like, my. in disguise. Like, oh, where have you been, Barb? And then it's, like, she does, like, a fucking, like, Merle from, like, Men in Black. Like, <laughs> you don't matter. <laughs> Feels like I don't want to be matter. Feels like I don't want to be matter. Her face opens up, Demi-Gorgon style. Rips his, the head back the head <laughs> off. Oh, my God. She said she wants some sugar water. <laughs> Oh my god, Barb in an Egger suit? Egger! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I keep forgetting that it's Egger. I thought it was like something else. Yeah, I was like. Barb, why is your skin hanging off your bones? Water. Sugar in water. Oh my. Uh, last trailer that I have didn't premiere at the Superb Owl. Yeah. It premiered uh, yesterday. Yes. And it is the first full-length trailer of Netflix's Iron Fist. Speaking of Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Very similar (laughs) to Batman. And you know what? I don't think I was a huge fan of this trailer either. Yeah? I... I'm aware of what Iron Fist is. I've read some of his books. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm a huge fan of just the guy who's playing Iron Fist. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I, well, I'm not a... Yeah, I didn't... I'm not too, uh, like, familiar with him either. I know he was, uh... He was on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Was he good? But no, nah, he well, he didn't do much. He's <laughs> first thing, nah. <laughs> well, yeah, he, well, he did, yeah, he didn't do enough. Where I was like, oh yeah, that was a really good like, I don't, like the most he really did was like he like banged a bunch of dudes okay. in it. But yeah, he's like he's more like <clears throat> in Game of Thrones, he's like the brother of a more of a bigger character. All right, I I maybe I'm just too like accustomed to like his original look. Which yeah. is a lot, little more clean cut. Like I don't like his puby beard. Yeah, and like his curly hair. Well, he's just coming back from like wherever he was. I guess, but that's all you see him. Yeah, in is like puby beard style. Yeah, like the only the thing that I'm I'm not a big fan of going into this is that I I guess the big villain in it is going to be the hand again. Yeah. And I was that was like my least favorite thing about Daredevil season two was all the hand stuff because it just seemed way too out there. Yeah. So like if they explain more stuff about the hand, then I might be more on board. Right. But if they're just gonna do the same old like mystic, show a hole in the in the hole yeah. in the floor, not <laughs> fucking explain, huge pit. Yeah, yeah. Show us a big fucking pit and then not tell us what it's for. Then I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, god damn it. They also showed. I think her name's Madame Gao. Is that her name? Yeah. Um, and she has ties, I think, with, well, with the hand, as well as where I think Iron Fist 
like learns his martial arts training from. Yeah. And so like I would like to see that tie to see like her fleshed out more. Yeah. So I'm interested in that. And his is like also at least in the source material has like the more supernatural kind yeah. of backstory. So I'm I kind of I'm interested in that, but I for right now it looks like Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I've, I've also heard, like, uh, some speculation that his Iron Fist thing might be, like, tied to, like, maybe some things with Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Because he kind of also has, like, that same background of being maybe taught some sort of, like, mystical art that involves his fist to be whatever, however it is. I don't oh, okay. know. Man. Well, I mean, if... <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. That's a speculation. It could be completely different, but... Yeah. I mean, their origins are very similar, so maybe if they were to just kind of tie them together, maybe that would almost help them, instead of being like, we already saw that, (laughs) like, just months ago. Yeah. But maybe if they do, like, just acknowledge the elephant in the room, like, maybe that is a a little bit the same, and they just kind of wedge them together a little bit, maybe it'll, like, make it easier, or maybe just streamline a little bit. Who knows, JT? Do it to it. Time will tell. That's coming out pretty soon. I didn't Time write will... down a date. All right. Uh, I think it's uh, it's in March. March t- 11th or 12th or something. Whatever that Friday is. It's a stacked month, yeah. JT. We'll have to check it out. Yes. Otherwise, into it. Into it. Is it it's I'm... top of the hour. Hour of power. The hour of power is upon us. Batman 89. Yes. You've probably been charming the bit. To I've talk been about waiting this. for this moment my entire <laughs> life. Batman 89. Everyone knows, if they haven't already, my favorite movie of all time. Yes. I'm way more interested into what you have to say. Because I can just go on and quote the oh, movie of if course, I want to. Of course. So I would like to start with you. Okay. I, I do have some... F- I pull up some interesting facts. I would like to hear these about facts. About Batman 89. Uh, got a lot of Jack Nicholson facts. I... Because Jack... <laughs> this is like in the heyday of like fucking mega star Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard some of this. So like... Uh, yeah, so originally... Yeah, they so they originally approached Jack Nicholson to be the Joker. He originally said no. Yeah. And they, so they approach someone else. You know who it is? I can't think of him off the top of my head. Not only, but, but yeah. So they approach somebody else and they said yes. That person being Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did hear this. Yeah. So yeah, they approach Robin Williams. He said yes. That caused Jack Nicholson to be like, oh fuck. Robin Williams wants to do it. Now I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So then they brought back Jack Nicholson and I guess this pissed off Robin Williams so much that not only did he turn them down to be the Riddler in Batman Forever, but like he refused to do any Warner Brothers production until they apologized for using him <laughs> to basically just bring back Jack Nicholson. And I don't think they ever apologized either. Yeah, so he just never did anything <laughs> for Warner Brothers. And uh, so, uh, so when Jack Nicholson signed on, like he had a thing in his contract where it specifically said that he's allowed to arrive later than anybody else 
because he would legit be out and party till three in the morning <laughs> every night. So like when Michael Keaton like show up like crack like break of dawn like six in the morning, Jack Nicholson would show up at ten a.m. like <laughs> shake Michael Keaton's hand, and be like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" and then sit in the makeup chair and fall asleep while they put his makeup on to be the Joker. Yeah. At 10 a.m. Yeah. Like, he's still, like, <laughs> fucking, like, hung over and shit. And uh, I guess he also made a deal where it's, he gets a part of the gross of, part yeah, of the gross of the movie. he gets a cut of the movie, yeah. yeah. Which ended up, he got $60 million in 1989. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. I, I think I read somewhere that that made him the highest, he was the highest paid actor for a single job until 2003. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Like, he had the best agent in the fucking world yeah. at this point. Unless he just had that uh, big a star power, which apparently he did. He was first billed in the movie! <laughs> yeah. He was billed above Michael Keaton, yeah. who plays the titular role! <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what's also weird? Because Jack, Jack Nicholson, I think, played a great Joker. Oh, All yeah. this other... Behind the scenes shit aside, but like, he has a naturally very expressive face. Yeah. And the one thing I've never understood is why they had to have that constant smile prosthetic on him. Yeah. When he can just naturally do that with his own face. He did that in the beginning of the movie too, where I was like, like I just like this Joker. (laughs) Like even when they show the younger version of him, I'm like, oh yeah. like this guy is the Joker, <laughs> yeah. And yet, that was a spot-on pick. I don't know who oh, the actor perfect. was. Perfect. He looked like a fucking fucking spot-on yeah. young Nicholson. Like it looked like they cloned him and like <laughs> aged him, and then he filmed that scene, and then they murdered him and threw him in a river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But uh, some more facts. So I guess when they first started production with it. For, for some reason whatsoever, I don't know why, but they start getting really negative uh, negative uh, rumors about the production going on. Uh-huh. Like, there's, like, some, like, rumors about, like, how it's, like, it's not going well or whatever. So the studio, like, flipped, and they were like, we need to make a trailer as soon as possible. Uh-huh. So they made a trailer, and uh, they just, like, showed it at some random uh, theater in California, and it got, like, a fucking, like, standing ovation, and it got to the point where... Theaters were buying the trailer and putting them in front of movies that weren't making a lot of money, so people would buy full price tickets just to see the trailer. Yeah, because it was like hot shit. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the trailer? No. It's so weird because they don't make trailers the same as they did in 1989. So if you see the trailer now, it is completely underwhelming. <laughs> like, oh, I bet. <laughs> it's, it like. I'll granted, like, some of the trailers nowadays, like, give way too much away. Yeah. And this trailer, I can't remember very much about it, but it doesn't, I don't think it gives a lot of the story away. It's just, like, random little snippets of things that don't go together. Yeah. And it's just, like, shows a little bit of the movie as a whole. And when I saw it, the first time I saw it was probably maybe, like, ten years ago, and I'm like... That feels weird to me that that was yeah. a trailer. But yeah, I that fucking thing went out like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Like Batman was the biggest fucking deal. Yeah. 
1989. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I think Superman was before this. With, yeah, uh, it was, like, in 70-something. Yeah. And, like, uh, I feel like, like, you, like, if you watch, like, I'll just go into my opinion now. I think when you go into Superman, it feels, like, if you watch, like, that Superman, it feels dated. Yeah. And watching this, this didn't really feel all that dated to me. Yeah, and the one thing, like, the negative consequences, the negative critiques that I've heard um, from people is mostly that it does feel dated. And I'm like... Other than just, like, the appearance of some things, yeah, it doesn't really give, like, a strict sense of what time period it's in, mm-hmm. so that helps it a lot, yeah. being a, like, this doesn't take place in 1989, it could be, like, maybe in the 50s. Yeah. Like, you don't know, it's like, Gotham is that weird, mm-hmm. like, out-of-time kind of infrastructure to all the buildings, the cars, and all that shit. Yeah. So, I don't think it feels that dated at all, either. Yeah. Like, there's maybe a few effects that they probably could have touched up, like, if it was made nowadays. Mm -hmm. But for that time, it was probably perfect. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I never really saw anything that struck me as, like, oh, man, this is really taking me out of it. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I went into it. Like, I think, like, I remember, like, watching it, like, a long time ago. And, like, I don't know if my mind was somewhere else, but I wasn't getting into it. But rewatching it, like I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, like I feel like if if Batman was a Marvel property, this would be like Marvel Batman. <laughs> yeah, like it's not it, it it's not like Nolan serious, and it's just campy enough where you can where you can take him seriously, but also have fun with it at the same time. Yeah, and it's got like a killer soundtrack, like Danny Elfman. Made the quintessential Batman oh, theme. Fuck! It's so every time I hear it, it fucking gives me chills. Yeah. And at the end, uh, when he does like the reprise of it, when they like toll the bells or whatever. Yeah. And it's like building up to the Batman theme, and he's standing in the silhouette of the moon. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm coming. <laughs> and this has like probably one of like the coolest shots in any Batman movie when he has the bat wing. And it flies into the moon yeah. and falls back down. Like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> it's cheesy if you think about it too hard, but I fucking love it. And I think they redo that from what I've seen in Lego Batman. I want to really? say they want uh, they redo that shot. Right I thought I saw it in the trailer. So that's pretty sweet as well. Yeah. Um, I know in uh, 89, the... It, Obviously, the internet didn't exist, but when they cast Michael Keaton, like, if there was an internet, it would have just exploded. Yeah, I read that, yeah. Like, I guess, like, (laughs) there was a petition signed by a whole lot of people that were like, get Michael Keaton the fuck out of there. You're gonna have Mr. Mom as fucking Batman? Because I think that's the movie he did right before this one. Like, he did Beetlejuice... Earlier on in the 80s, and yeah. then he did a bunch of comedies, and, mm-hmm. like, Mr. Mom was the movie he did yeah. right before Batman. Yeah. And all he did was, like, fucking comedy shit. hmm And so it was, like, that out-of-left-field casting that, um, I think makes this movie so great, because it, it doesn't have, like, your freaking Harrison Ford's or Tom Selleck's as Batman or whatever. Because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of other casting rumors, too, and I think... Uh, I can't... I think Tom Selleck... Uh, maybe I'm just mi- mixing up Indiana Jones. But, like, he wasn't the first choice. Yeah. And I am, like... 
I love Keaton as Batman. Yeah. I was going to ask you, because like, when I was watching this, it made me kind of examine, like, like, re-examine, like, man, what, in terms of acting, or even, like, voice acting, like, what makes a good Batman? And I was, I was, I even, like, brought up, like, the point in my notes to, like, ask you, like, what do you consider, in terms of acting, what makes a good Batman? Um, I like, see, it's hard because I like a person who can play Bruce Wayne differently from Batman, but I don't need them to be as aggressive as a difference as, like, how Bale played it. Like, I don't like his growly version of Batman as much. I like the Nolan movies. Yeah. But... I like that the way Keaton played it, he plays a somewhat charming and shy like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You don't see a lot of him either. Mm -hmm. And then when he plays Batman, he's never like, he's quiet. Like he, if he says anything, it's almost like in a whisper. Yeah. And I really like that. Mm -hmm. And the only time I ever saw that was more or less in, um, Batman Begins. Yeah. And uh, Christian Bale did a little more of that. Yeah. And and then later as it went on, he was just... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> um, but then I do like Affleck as Batman. I think he like just fits the role physically as much. Like, yeah. But otherwise, I didn't like his portrayal in BVS. So what I'm saying is so far, I like Keaton as my Batman the most. Yeah. And I'm excluding Kilmer and... Freaking cloning because they yeah. don't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like when I was watching it. I I've kind of came to the the conclusion that I like. I definitely like a Batman who can establish a difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne, whether it be in like personality or trying to put together a personality. And like that's why I got more of an appreciation for Christian Bale's because even though. I feel like the gravelly voice, I think, is just his kind of poor of attempt of trying to differentiate, like, the identity of Batman to Bruce Wayne. Like, mm-hmm. I think it, they could have worked with that a little better. But I feel like his portrayal of Batman is him. And, like, when he's Bruce Wayne is when he's, like, going out and, like, buying hotels and, like, going yeah. out with, like, prostitutes and stuff. Like, I, it made me think of uh, that line in Kill Bill... That I, I love with, like, Bill when he's, like, talking about, like, oh, like, Superman Superman is is the actual person and Clark Kent is the, is the... Uh, disguise. Yeah, he's the disguise. He's, like, the critique on, on human, on humankind. Right. Like, I feel like a really good Batman kind of takes that at, to kind of takes that initiative where Bruce Wayne is kind of, uh like, Bruce's actual critique on how rich people are supposed to act. Mm-hmm. And, like, whereas uh, Christian Bale kind of took more of a, like, oh, they're just a bunch of dickheads that buy everything and treat women like shit and treats everyone else like shit. And, like, like uh, Michael Keaton took it in a way where he is trying so hard to do that, but he's so bad at hiding it. <laughs> and Alfred's the one that's, like, kind of, like, picking up after him. Like, yeah. Like, Oh, there's such a really cool scene at the very beginning when they when you first meet Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and he's like just like picking up pens and signing stuff and laying the pen down and Alfred's following him like picking up all this shit yeah, that he's at like at the party scene yeah. in the in like the he's just, like, drinking yeah. a champagne glass and like, setting it next to a tr- like setting it like on like some weird stand by a tree <laughs> and like Alfred's like grabbing it and like 
taking it so that people don't see that he's just like grabbing shit and putting him away. Yeah. And then uh, there's another scene where like he runs into Knox and uh, Vicky Vale in like this big trophy room of all this weird yeah, like, like war we- shit. Yeah. And weird like uh, suits of like different cultures and shit. Yeah. And you can like see like like how he plays it like he like goes back and forth from being Bruce Wayne and Batman like when he's Bruce Wayne he was like, he's just like yeah I bought this in Japan like why like well Japanese I don't know <laughs> and then like so then they just introduce themselves and then Nikki has all this information about him and then that's when he kind of livens up and says, oh yeah you wrote that article like yeah. that's him in detective mode like deducting yeah. like why are you here who are you yeah so it's like he he's so comfortable being Batman but then when he has to go back to being the millionaire, like he's like super awkward and weird. Like that scene when like he's with Vicky Vale and like they're sitting on two opposite ends of the table <laughs> yeah. and he's like then yeah. like he doesn't say why he's doing it, it's just like, well, this is what rich people do. They just sort of yeah. they get these big fucking tables and they sit like super far away from each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Uh tell you the truth, I've never been in this room before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like those two scenes in general, like, show like how well like he because I believe he's both people. Like, he plays Bruce Wayne kind of... Like, I don't feel like he's putting on an act. Yeah. And in the suit of armor, um, like, room or whatever, I like that, like, without saying it, it shows that he is, like, infatuated with, like, disguises and suits to, like, scare people. Oh, cool. And it never has to be said. Yeah. It's like, these are, like, war suits... And it just mirrors, like, him putting on a Batman suit and going out there okay, yeah, without like even that. it being said. That's cool. And I never put, and like, it took me a long time to get to that point where I was like, yeah. holy shit, Tim Burton, <laughs> you're a genius. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, uh, the dinner scene, like, I really like that because um, I really feel that Michael Keaton played uh, Bruce Wayne as, like, a real person and not just... Yeah. Like how Bale played him and he's like the playboy where you can never believe that this guy could be Batman. Yeah. But um I really feel like he played Bruce Wayne as a genuine person and like maybe his disguise was Batman. Yeah. But what uh the Burton movies I think did good with Keaton is like they showed him a lot out of costume but in the Batcave with mm-hmm. Alfred. So you see like that's who the person he really is. Yeah. Like, he's Batman, but I don't have to wear a suit all the time. Like, he's serious with Alfred and still, like, doing detective stuff here and there. Yeah. 1989 style mm-hmm. with big, huge fucking computers and all that shit. Yeah. And actually, there's a book called The Psychology of Batman that breaks down, like, what Batman, like, what Bruce Wayne's real... If you want to get the truest form of, like, the core of his personality, mm-hmm. that's who it would be. It'd be yeah. Bruce Wayne out of the Batman suit, but in the Batcave with Alfred yeah. or Robin or whatever. That's who you see, like, the real person. He's not putting on mm-hmm. the Batman facade or the Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne facade. Yeah. And, like, they do that in the Burton movies. I think without even realizing they were doing it. Yeah. And that's why, I think that's why I like, I like Bale's... Uh, portrayal of Bruce Wayne a lot too because he he has this way of him where like he never like I, that's why I kind of like the ending of uh of the Dark Knight Rises because he always seems to be like putting on a mask in some way whether he's being Batman and being very serious like even when he's out of costume he's there's still a part of him that's Batman where 
he's de deducing and trying to figure out stuff, or he's being Bruce Wayne, the playboy, who's has to like show these people that I'm this asshole that you would never expect to be Batman. Yeah. But then he has those scenes with Alfred where that's him. Right. Like whenever they're joking with each other, like that's the real Bruce Wayne. That's yep. the only time he can ever he ever lets himself be Bruce Wayne is when he's talking to Alfred. Yep. So then at the end, when he actually is able to get away from it all and live his life, and that's him finally being Bruce Wayne twenty four seven. Yeah. 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 Um. Other things. Uh, do you have any more trivia about the movie? Um, I got a really interesting fact that I saw was uh, so like the scene uh before uh Jack Nicholson and uh Kim Basinger go up into the cathedral at the very end, uh -huh. and he uh, gets on the walkie-talkie and he says uh, and he calls for the helicopter to meet him in ten minutes. Yeah, that whole scene from when that happens to when the helicopter arrives is exactly 10 minutes. Really? So oh, that it means that entire scene is in real time. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, I read it on the IMDb like it's <sighs> oh <my> God. <laughs> that entire scene is in real time. That's amazing. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um What did you, you Okay, <laughs> what did you think of Alexander Knox as the as a character? He was interesting like, very interesting yeah i think if this movie came out today he would get fucking shit on yeah but like he was he portrayed himself for like he is like like anyone i feel like he's a good reporter he just has awful like he has an awful approach yeah like every time he goes up to people like he sounds and looks like a sleazy reporter <laughs> where yeah. like you just want to be like Fuck off, dude. But then he has <laughs> yeah, like those like yeah. personal he has like those personal conversations with Vicky Vale where he was like, Yeah, I did this and I did that and I did this research and you're like, Man, you're a smart dude. Just find a better way to approach people with questions. Yeah. But like every time he just gets a, like he puts a recorder right in their face like, Batman, have you seen him? Oh, that doesn't that's not a yes. That's not a no. Oh my god. So 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 you have seen a Batman. And you're like, dude, settle down. <laughs> Uh. You would be so much better at your job if you just fucking, like, tried to charm him a little bit before you fucking... Yeah. Like, he's just going in, like, fucking dick out. Like, come on, you want to do it or not? Come on! <laughs> he is redeeming at the end where he does try to, like, save Vicky Vale when, like, the poisonous gas balloons are coming yeah. through. So he's not, like, a terrible person or anything like that. He's just... No. He really, comes off really forward <laughs> yeah really like annoying he is, he is a bit sleazy and stuff but like i've never i didn't really get a lot of sleaziness when he was actually trying to yeah talk to her. like he was like the kind of guy where it's like i do kind of have ulterior motives like i would i would totally love to bang you yeah <laughs> yeah but i also want to fucking do this batman story right like just like the small conversations he would have where he'd be like Hey, Vicky, so, like, I found this information. How about, like, we do this, we do this, maybe we get dinner, too. But then we also do this. And then... <laughs> yeah. So it's like he, like, he, like, slips it in there. Where, like, if she says yes, like, that means she said yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's like what uh, Eckhart said in, like, the very beginning. I think when you first meet... It's right after, like, the opening scene where they, like, mirror, uh, like, Batman's parents being shot kind of with this other family or whatever. Yeah. And Lieutenant Eckhart is like, 
Get out of here, Knox, before you already ruin your already <laughs> useless reputation. What the fuck is with Eckhart's fucking voice? <laughs> there is no way he can talk at that volume, at that at that fucking lower There's register. There's scenes where he talks normally, and then just out of nowhere, he's just like, he's like, oh, Jack, I didn't know you were going to be here. And then, like, he's just like, like, fucking Jack will just do, like, this fucking smart remark, and he'll be like, yeah, that's why you're not the best. Like, why are you talking like that again? You were just talking normal like a few seconds ago. You ain't got no future, Jack. <laughs> also, also, did you uh, notice that that fucking prostitute at the very beginning approaches that family of three? <laughs> that was the first thing that I was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm, I am on board already. A prostitute is... Is soliciting a family of three, <laughs> a mother, a fa- like a oh, mother, yeah. a father, and like an eight-year-old child. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, honey. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> Have you no shame? Gotham whores, man. <laughs> they are very forward. <laughs> Where, whereas some people will see a family just trying to get home, she sees three potential she clients. a gold mine. That's <laughs> yeah. what she sees. This is a foursome that'll totally feed my family tonight, honey. <laughs> it's going to be a weird one, but I, I can do it. Well, you want me to shit on you? It's like, oh, if Billy's not watching. Um, I also thought the movie was really smart to do... Um, not necessarily an origin story of Batman, but play on Batman's origin story where you, it looks like it could be like Bruce Wayne and like his parents, Yeah. but it's just like a kid and his dad and they, they come into a mugging, even though they're yeah. not shot or whatever. I really like that. And it's like that one guy in a, what looks like dirtier flea <laughs> from Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, so like when when her when uh, Vicky Vale and Bruce get together and then they like sleep in the same bed, I had no idea they had sex until she actually says, "I slept with you." Because <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty ambiguous. sure she's wearing more clothes the next morning, <laughs> laying in bed. I can't believe I slept with you. Yeah, like, you did. <laughs> like she was like she like wore like a like a pretty like like a nice like dress or whatever for their date and then she wakes up in her in his bed and she's wearing this big billowy shirt and like fucking oh, yeah. like you're like wearing more clothes. <laughs> uh, what did you think of uh the soundtrack? Like not Danny Elfman. Yeah. Prince. Because the entire <laughs> soundtrack yeah. is Prince. Yeah. Um it seemed like, I can see why they would do it, because Prince was a big deal yeah. then. But it did seem a little out of character. Like, it did seem a little forced. <clears throat> like, they put it in, in, like, the only time where it would probably work. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, the party man scene when they're just, like, right. throwing paint at paintings and stuff. Yeah. And then in the parade. Those are, like, the only two in- instances where I can think of there being the Prince music. Right. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean it was it was fine for what it was. Like it didn't like take me out of the movie completely, but yeah, just like out of nowhere, we're just like Jack Nicholson shows up and it's just like party man and it's just like dun, 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 
Yeah, I fucking love Party Man. I fucking... <laughs> um, and then, like, the only other time you really hear Prince is, like, during the closing credits, where they play that super slow, freaking, like, slow jam, and it's, like, scandalous or whatever. Uh, I always thought that was, like, a weird song to end Batman with, but because I've seen it a million times, now I love it. Yeah. Um, also, did you know that Lieutenant Eckhart is Porkins? From Star Wars. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, best. <laughs> so that's uh, an amazing thing. Also, a little trivia fact. When uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Jack Napier in this, yes. is going under the knife um, to become the Joker in that little, like, back alley like surgery shop yeah all the tools that you see that this is all i've got to work with here is all the like tools you see in little shop of horrors oh shit it's the same like set pieces or whatever that's a little little knowledge for you well hot damn uh billy d williams also cast as harvey dent in this movie um obviously not harvey dent in batman forever because I guess Jerry Bruckheimer's a racist, or what? Who Schumacher? Shoe, yeah, Joel Schumacher's a fucking racist. I guess. I guess I don't know, but <laughs> I think Billy D. Williams did get compensated because I think he knew down the line if there were to be sequels, like he would be the villain. Yeah, and I think that's why he signed on. Yeah, and then they recast as Tommy Lee Jones, and yeah. I think he got compensated. They had to for... buy, yeah, they had to buy out his contract. Yeah, was act- they actually wrote in that he would be Two Face if they ever did it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the, uh, bat costume? It was good. Like, it, it, it like, I've, I'm so used to it, except it, it didn't, like, strike me as anything super different from Batman Returns. Like, Batman Returns is, like, the one that I kind of grew up on. Right. So, I, anything Batman-related, like, that's my first go-to when I think of it. Yeah. I personally like the costume. Like, it, I know for a while there, there was, like, a little negative negativity towards it because it was like armor plated and stuff but now like batman costumes that are present now are also armor plated yeah and just like big segment and stuff so i don't see what the big deal was but the uh batman return suit is definitely like a sleeker version of this batman suit and i think the batman return suit is one of my favorite ones as well yeah until it gets to like um actually like bvs i really like the batman suit and batman v superman yeah yeah Right now. Oh, man. Batman 89. So <laughs> good, Batman right? Batman 89. I even really liked... I like Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker in this, because, like, going back and thinking about it, I just I was like, yeah, it was good, but it was so cheesy, and he had all these weird gimmicks to it and stuff. Yeah. But, like, looking back on it, like, watching it now, like, he still has, like, those Joker elements to him where it was yeah. like, he never really wanted to kill anybody unless it seemed, like, really fun to him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, like, that parade where, like, uh, Batman takes all the balloons and shit, like, he could have easily just been like, alright, everybody, well, he took the balloons, so just waste everybody mm-hmm. with, like, machine guns. But then he was just like, mm, that's not the same. Yeah. And then he just, like, leaves. Yeah. And I think this, like, his Joker only would work in, like, a universe set up in, like, a Tim Burton kind of way, yeah. where it is a little, like off-center, like, yeah. a little goofier. Yeah. Because if it was set in, like, a Nolan, 
fucking Batman. It wouldn't work. It'd be yeah. too goofy. Mm-hmm. But because it's like a more absurd and everything's grand, like grandiose or whatever. Yeah, I think it works really well. Yeah. It mixes like the like the campiness of the '60s Batman. Yeah, which before. 89 would have been anybody knew about Batman yeah. in the movies mm-hmm. and it took like a serious like diabolical twist to it yeah which is which uh, I think they did actually really well there were actually some scenes where like he was like when he was shown like further away it was like he did a little look a little bit like the Cesar Romero from yeah. like super far away because it was like super bright green hair like super bright white face yep like purple suit yeah like the purplest of suits yeah I love purple. <laughs> um, the one thing a lot of people also say about this movie that tried to always get me to hate it is like, well, Batman kills people in this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, it came out in 1989. Yeah. Like, it's a totally different time when this movie mm-hmm. was made. Like, the reason I don't like that Batman kills people now is because they're trying to, like, make everything comic accurate or yeah. whatever they're trying to like get people who like the comics into the books or yeah. into the movies or whatever and try to make it yeah whatever and i and i give it a pass yeah like whereas where here they were trying to build a movie franchise like they're actually trying to build on the mythology of batman altogether right with like these movies they're making now yeah which what they do, what they did in BVS goes completely against it. Yes. <laughs> and, like, even in BVS, like, I don't even think Batman kills anybody till the very end of Batman. I don't think, I don't can't recall him actually killing anybody until he gets to the, like, the, the church and, like, throws people off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy who does, like, a bunch of backflips and just throws them down the There's two the instances in here. Two instances in this movie <laughs> where they e- where they either use karate or sword play very fancy like, mm-hmm. fancily like, and then he just like kicks them. Yeah. <laughs> like twice, like once sure, but twice? Yeah. He did it twice. Batman's a killer, bro. <laughs> but you know what I like about this too is that like I really like that and maybe I just got accustomed to it because I love this movie so much. Is that I love that Batman is just like a one hit and done. Like he's yeah. a one and done. Like he doesn't need to do like a bunch of backflips or do a bunch of fancy karate. Like he, the one guy like near the middle of the movie that's like swinging all those swords and stuff. Yeah. Just like comes at him and Batman just goes like, douche, one punch and he's <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Like fucking totally Ronnie's the guy, Jer- Jersey Shore style. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah, like there's not any like super complicated fight scenes in here. It's definitely. Uh, it's definitely more of a, like, kind of like Joker and Batman kind of outsmarting each other. Right. Um, it's a kind of a bummer that they went out and, like, killed the Joker, but that's like... I could complain about that in Marvel movies, that they always kill the villain at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and that's not a big deal. Um, what else? Um... Yeah, just overall, man. Batman 89. What would you grade Batman 89? Man, uh, I would give it... You know what? I'd give it a... I'd give it an A-. minus. Yeah? There's definitely... There's there's a few slow moments. Yeah. But outside of that, it was... I I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I, I would... I'd give it a solid A. I wouldn't give it an A+, plus, even though it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Because there are weird things in it, like... It's weird that, like, 
for what, no reason, like, Vicky Vale wakes up and Bruce Wayne's hanging upside down on that pole, like a bat. But I, I like that, though. Like, it's him, like... I think it's really weird. <laughs> it's, like, really on the nose. And the let's get nuts scene, even though I like it, it I like it ironically. It goes completely out of left field. <laughs> like, like, why are you... G- <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton really wanted to show his acting chops. He wanted to get nuts. It goes completely out of left field. Like he's playing so cool, calm, and collected, and then it's just like, "Yeah, you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts." <laughs> but yeah, I. Other than that, it's like it's my favorite movie of all time. I don't know. I, yeah. Um. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of Vicky Vale being heavily involved in it either. Like I feel like she was kind of forced as like the love like. The love interest. Like, sure. I can just hear, like, Hollywood executives being like, it's Batman, it's a superhero, gotta have a love interest. It's like, well, Batman's not really known for love. We gotta have a love interest. It's gotta mm-hmm. be in love with somebody. It's gotta be a gotta be a thing. It's gotta be in love with somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, mind that as much besides, like, I guess it's, like, hindsight, but Alfred lets, like, every girlfriend of Bruce Wayne's into the Batcave. I know! He <laughs> like, wants to, yeah. It's like, he's like, I don't know, Alfred. I, I don't want her to, like, I don't want to let her in too much. And he's like, well, fuck it, I'll put her in. <laughs> there he, oh, oh my god, she found the Batcave! Well, I guess you gotta get closer to her now. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Alfred wants Bruce Wayne to have so much sex. Yeah. I really like Michael Goh as uh, Alfred as well. I know, he's so, yeah, he's got, like, that awesome, like, very fatherly, like, comforting voice. Yeah. He's not like uh, the current Alfreds that are out that, like, supposedly help train Batman or whatever. He's definitely, like, a butler who's, like, in on it. Yeah. And he just helps, and you, like, only at the Batcave, like... Sure, I'll learn how to use a computer. <laughs> yeah, and especially and especially like the the relationship between him and uh, Michael Keaton Batman, where Michael Keaton seems more of like a like he's not so much of a stuck up billionaire, like he's more down to earth. Yeah. But then you have uh, Michael goes Alfred, who was classically trained to yeah. cater to very rich, very snobbish people. Yeah. So he's introducing all these things to... Because I always think, look, one of my favorite scenes from Batman Returns is when he gives him the fucking, like, soup. Like, what is, the, what, what is this? Like, it's fishy sauce. It's fishy sauce. It's like, supposed it's to cold. be cold. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's trying to, like, introduce all these, like, weird, like, rich, like, this rich snobbish stuff. And then he's just like, this, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> it's supposed fishy, to be cold. It's fishy swasser. Like, it's supposed to be cold. But yeah, like I just love I love that like relationship between each other between between them. But then you get to like Val Kimler and George Clooney where it's like, well I want to look cool all the time. Yeah. Like, God, fuck go fuck yourself. Yeah. I almost at this point I don't even count those as like yeah. even as the same thing. Yeah. It's, there's it's such a fucking left turn. I know. Like they don't to... even change like facial expressions when they're like yeah. Batman and Bruce Wayne's like mm, hello. <laughs> I'm Bruce Wayne. And um jumping to Batman Returns a little bit like I've probably have seen that one the second most. I don't know. I was into Batman Forever for a, a little bit, so I watched that when I was younger a little bit more. But, like, 
Batman Returns is really dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot darker than I remember. Mm-hmm. And, like, Batman kills a lot more well, people in that. Oh, you I know, know what yeah. I forgot about till just now? That Batman in Batman, like, blows up that whole factory with the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like, freaking like, bomb that comes out of the Batmobile and the whole thing blows up. That had to kill quite a few people. <laughs> but then, um, Batman Returns, I don't know if I like it as much. It, I, I think it's a little too dark for me. I like Selena Kyle as, yeah. um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I Michelle like Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then Danny <laughs> DeVito as the Penguin. I really like that. Yeah. Um, but the movie is really dark. Yeah. And, like, those were Happy Meals at one point. They were! <laughs> it was like, children should not be seeing this I'm movie. I'm pretty sure I got, like, some weird, like, like rubber ducky, like, penguin toy and, like, a Happy Meal back when it came out. Yeah. And then recently I've uh, seen Batman Forever, and it takes a... It is a quite a departure oh, from totally. what, like, Burton set up. Yeah. Like, and I, and I never even, cause I remember seeing that one in the theater when it came out. Oh, oh, totally. And I, I was lo- getting, those and I fucking, loved it. Those crystal mugs they sold yeah, at McDonald's. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had I, like I know three you, of them. I was jealous cause I re- always remember seeing them at your house and I'm like, oh, he's got the fucking mugs. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I really liked it when it came out, but it is, it, I don't, that one does not hold up as much as people say because everyone shits on batman and robin rightfully so it's not a good movie yeah but like they still like have a little bit of faith of batman forever and i don't think that holds up either no like i don't like it at all (laughs) like it is really hard to get into like jim carrey is like way over the top (laughs) and like tommy lee jones is doing his best jack nicholson impression of fucking the joker (laughs) so like it's not it's it's too goofy yeah, but regardless, Batman '89, my favorite movie. It's still amazing. It's fun. I had fun with it. Great. Everyone should see it. Everyone should love it. Yeah. Own it. Own it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> well, besides having to catch up on Batman '89 at five thirty this morning. Oh man. <laughs> what uh, else have you been into? Well, I. Uh... Uh, f- just based on our last show and the news that I posted, I actually dove back into The Good Place. Oh, yeah, good. started watching more of that. And uh, even though, like, the comedy is gets kind of hit and miss every once in a while, it's still, like, such a creative premise that I'm always, I'm still always drawn to it. And they, they introduce more new, interesting plot devices here and there that really get me, that bring me back into the story. And then, ugh. The best shit ever is, uh, I just finished an episode where, uh, they get visited by demons from the bad place being led by Adam Scott. Oh my God. I love and, Adam Scott. <laughs> and it is literally, I was nonstop laughing the whole fucking time. They just have like these random things that they do where it was completely fucking hilarious, especially <laughs> like compared next to like Ted Danson's very innocent uh michael who's like trying to like 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 reel them in and they're just like doing the most ridiculous stuff (laughs) and adam scott just has like this weird geeky annoying character that he plays that's just fantastic like there's a line that they go to this restaurant and he was like 
oh, this food's going to make an amazing dump later. <laughs> No idea Adam Scott was even in the show. Yeah, that like got he, me way excited. Yeah, like he does like it's like it's only like a couple episodes. Like they just like shows up, but oh, it's so good. Like there's like a scene where like they're all doing karaoke, and then like all the demons from the bad place just want to do like racist rants. <laughs> <laughs> so they do like karaoke versions of like Nixon tapes, where it was like, like a Jew's a Jew first, as an American first and a Jew second. <laughs> Like, just like, oh my god! Just doing like awful racist rants, but it's like like this the words appear on the screen, so it's like done in karaoke. Oh my god! It's so good. Oh shit! But oh uh, yeah, like I'm I'm still pretty much way into the good place, and uh, I'm again I only have like three more episodes left of the first season, but it's really fun. Good. That's got me a, another hopeful uh, opinion. Yeah. On the show. Yep. And I also I watched the first two episodes of uh, Santa Clarita Diet that came oh, yeah? out uh, this last week, and uh, I feel like they kind of. Uh, it's kind of overacted a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little fun once she does become a zombie. Because uh, they play on this whole uh, idea of, like, when a person's dead, like, they they uh, focus more on, like, the id or, like, the, like, the, uh, the, the self-gratification, like, the gratification. Like, they're always, like, trying to, like, do that and stuff. Yeah. So then, like, Drew Barrymore gets kind of funnier with that. <laughs> like, he's just having, like, a... Like, the husband's just having, like, a regular, like, a casual conversation with a neighbor, and he's just, like, asking, like, hey, so you guys were, uh, spraying your lawn with this weird chemical the other day, like, what was that all about? And he's just, like, trying to cover up for it, and then she'll, like, show up, and she was like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, oh, the neighbor's just kind of asking us what we were doing last night, and she was like, oh, really? Did you tell him to, he can, did you tell him to mind his own fucking business? It's <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like they have like they got like, like fun spots here and there, but I don't know, like the way like Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore kind of play it up. Sometimes it feels a little bit more like overacting. Like I feel it's a little more. It could be like a little more subtle, but other than that, I mean, it's it's fine. All right, right on. Sounds good. And uh, I saw the movie Morgan. Okay. The uh like the weird like uh like people playing God movie mm-hmm. it came out like last year or uh-huh. something and uh i mean it was fine like the uh, actually wasn't that great uh, <laughs> like uh i don't know like it just it was so full of people doing very very dumb stuff mm. and i was just i just couldn't get into their motivations for doing anything the twist with it was kind of cool but i feel like they thought of the twist and then they just, like, kind of, like, made people act in a way to, like, lead up to the twist. Mm. Where, like, what they did made no sense, but it's like, but it's leading to a cool twist, so let's make them do this. Jesus. Ah, whatever. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so Morgan is whatever. And all right. that's pretty much all I've seen. All right. Um, I checked out the first episode of Horace and Pete on Hulu. Okay. Um, it's, like, I expected it to be a little bit slower. Yeah. But it is... It's quite slow going. Really? And it's like, like, granted, I started this pretty late and I didn't catch the end of the episode and I fell asleep, but, um, 
I don't like. I'm on the fence of whether if I want to keep going on it or not. Okay. It's almost feels like you're watching a stage show. Yeah. Because it's, I think it's single camera. Well, no, it's multi camera, but it really feels like you're watching like a play. And I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's hard. It's really low key, and it's kind of offensive. You can kind of expect that from maybe Louis C.K. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm gonna try to watch it again when I'm a little more awake and I can catch it and maybe catch the first two episodes. Um, because from, I, I mean, I, I was almost upset with myself that I didn't like it more because <laughs> Son I, of a bitch! I know, Why do you like it? I, cause I, I mean, I, when he was, uh, Louis C.K. was promoting this on like his podcast circuit or whatever, when he was hitting all the big ones, like he just had so much passion in his voice Yeah, and he sold it really well. And I was like, oh man, I really want to check that out. And I was kind of like bummed out that I was like. I'm not into this right away. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a few more. I'm going to, when I'm more awake and I'll, like, I'll, I'll give it like a, a good college try. But for right now, it, um, it seems pretty slow. All right. So, um, there's that. And I also, there's a new DC animated movie that came out, Justice League Dark. Oh, okay. Haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's pretty great. It's rated R. It is rated R. Oh and it has, God. um, the guy who played Constantine in the NBC show, voice yeah, Constantine right. in the movie. It also um, has Swamp Thing in it. Oh. Uh, and I, you know I just got off that big Swamp Thing read not that long Did ago. Did someone a sex pomegranate or whatever there? I hope he gets a sexy am. <laughs> if there's not a sexy am in there, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> It's rated R. He could have all the sex yams that he wants. Oh my god, if only. Whip out all your sex yams, Swamp Thing. <laughs> Um, and I also started listening because I've had a lack of podcasts, like things to listen to. Yeah. I started listening to another one called do go on. Yeah. And it deals with, um, well, there's the guy, the host, the main host is his main job is to like find trivia questions for like a company. Yeah. And so like he goes down weird Wikipedia rabbit holes (laughs) Where he's like, I don't know what to do with this other information that I got that I'm not going to use for my job. And so I'm essentially just going to use it for this podcast. Yeah. And so him and two other of his friends who are comedians, like, just pick a topic and they pretty much just research it to its extent and, like, give you all this weird information about, like, random subjects. So, like, the first uh, episode is about the Mona Lisa Oh, shit. And it's super interesting, <laughs> and it gives, like, a lot of info about Leonardo da Vinci. It goes into the Ninja Turtle, like, artists, or, like, <laughs> Renaissance men, and gives a little bit of info on them. Yeah. They give uh, info on why the Mona Lisa is even relevant, because it wasn't relevant for the first 400 years of its creation. Oh, shit. It wasn't even, like, relevant up until, besides being a Leonardo da Vinci painting, it wasn't even popular until, like, 1911. Oh, shit. So, like, it's only been, like, popular for the last 100 years or so because it was stolen from the Louvre. And that's the only reason why people even find it, like, the most famous face in the world, you know? Shit. So that's exciting. They did an episode on McDonald's, which they give, like, a history on that, which makes me want to watch The Founder even more. Oh, yeah. Um, They also had a... I'm on an episode where they go over Monty Python. 
and all the things surrounding that. And uh, there's another one I listen to, but I find it really interesting. Cool. So uh, it's called Do Go On. All right. Yeah. So. I might look into that. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. And, and they only have like 60, maybe 70 episodes out at this point. So like you could probably catch up with everything pretty quick. Yeah. About an hour, uh, hour long or so. Oh, cool. So yeah. That's all I've been into this last week, JT. Sounds good. Next week, Batman. Lego. Lego style. (laughs) Yes. So if uh, you were to see it this weekend, where can people tell you about Lego Batman? Well, they can find me at Bucky4Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky4Everyone on Instagram. And you know what? Snapchat as well. Still plugging that Snapchat. I do it every once in a while. I don't. <laughs> I probably shouldn't anymore. I just like I. I don't even like check the fucking like <laughs> daily stuff or whatever they send. But I don't know. I was just fishing for that. I didn't know if you checked it or not. I don't. I know. barely. <laughs> you can add me on PSN, Bucky, for everyone. Also, there you go, PSN. Uh, you can find me at Twitter Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter. If you are into the Facebook thing, we are at facebook.com slash offtopicpodcast, where we post all of our new episodes and maybe a funny quip here and or there. (laughs) Uh, You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future, on soundcloud.com slash offtopicpodcast. If you're an iTunes user, we are on iTunes. Search review, review, podcast in the search bar. And you know what? If you're into Google Play, you can find us on there as well. Stitcher Sitch. Still in the air. Shit. <laughs> well, shit. If you have anything to say that may be more than 140 characters, we have a Gmail. You can email us at at, g- or, uh, at gmail.com. At reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review review spelled just how it is in the title of this episode. Yes. I think that's everything, JT. Good. Oh, also. Yes. We are putting up abridged versions of our podcast. We are. Um, where you can just view the topic only. Yes. So check those out midweek, um, where they usually drop around the time. Times may vary. Just look for your yeah. feeds. Especially this week where I'm very busy. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get, churn them out as fast as possible, but yes. Right. So check those out. A lot of people say our episodes run long and they are already up to date with all that news. Oh, yeah. They already know it. They don't want all that shit. They just want to know the pure facts about the topic of the evening. Exactly. So there you go. The abridged version drops midweek. Yes. Before our newest episode. Yes. So there you go. There you have it, JT. Lego Batman. Yeah. Cannot wait. I am so excited. Only heard positive things. I have too. And I've I've heard people even say that it, it they've compared it very heavily to the original Lego movie, and I'm like, yes! Oh my god! Ah, my oh favorite my. movie of the year that it came out. That's true. So I am so pumped. Don't forget it. Well, until next time, where we are reviewing Lego Batman. Yes. I've been short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K, and we are. Ah!